welcome to the Unstuck Your Life podcast. I'm your host and life coach, Pamela Hughes. Every week, we're going to start to wiggle loose in area of your life that has got you stuck. Hello. Today, we're talking about putting problems into perspective because we all have problems, like all of us. Some of the problems are big, some of the problems are small, some of the small problems we make big, and some of the big problems we make small. But at the end of the day, we're all dealing with something, and bad things happen to good people all the time. So today, I want to walk you through an exercise to help put into perspective your problems, not to minimize them, not to invalidate them, just because your problem may not be quote unquote as big as someone else's doesn't mean it's not important to you. My goal of this podcast today is just to help you put those problems into perspective because a lot of times I think we lose perspective on our problems and we can make them a lot more challenging than we need to. And one of the ways that we can sort of evaluate those problems is to really look at the facts of a situation, get down to the facts of the problem. And when you just separate the facts from the story that you're creating around it, what you can start to see is in the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal. The story that you created around those facts, that's what becomes the big deal. That's what becomes the problem. And that story is inside of you. It's what you've created. The facts are the facts. What you make those facts mean or how you interpret them or your opinion of them, that's the story. And there can be a lot of pain in the story that we create for ourselves. And in essence, at times, not always, but at times we create the problem when there really isn't one. When you can get out of your head and all of the emotion and the stories that that are tied up into that, all the stuff that we create for ourselves and just get connected back to the facts of the situation, the things that you have no control over, what you can start to do is instead of seeing the emotion behind it, you can start to put the problem into perspective. Now, this isn't to say that your problem isn't real. They are. That struggle, that challenge, that issue, whatever it may be, it still hurts. It still matters. You can still drown in six feet of water or 20 feet of water. It doesn't matter the degree. You're still drowning. What I'm suggesting is that you take a step back, that you zoom out of the problem to see it from a different perspective. So often we are so close to the problem that we can't see the reality of it versus the story that's emotionally charged. If you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you've heard me talk about the analogy um, comparing your life to that of a road trip. Like you're on the road trip of life. Welcome. And we all choose a different path. We all choose a different road to take. Some enjoy that six-lane high-speed freeway, and we're just going full speed ahead and not even really looking at the scenery as we drive on that road of life. We just want to get there fast. And where is it that we're really going? Sometimes we don't even know. We just want to get there fast. Others are on a dirt road and it's bumpy and there are potholes and there are ups and downs. And, you know, sometimes the road is washed out or you can't pass it and you got to turn around and go in a different direction. Like all of these things happen in life, right? 
there are those unforeseen circumstances that stop you in your tracks, just like on a road trip. And a lot of times, you know, with that road trip, you know where you're going, you have an idea as to when you're going to get there, but it's never a direct line. There are always unforeseen issues that pop up. So with that analogy, what I invite you to do is imagine you are on a road. You're taking a road trip. I live in Arizona, and so I'm in the, the western United States, and we've got, you know, you know, Route 66. Iconic American route, right? So I want you to imagine that you are driving down Route 66, and you are on like an isolated, desolate part of it. And you're the only one on this road, this road of life, if you will. And for a moment, pull over the car, pull over onto the side of the road, put the car in park and get out. And I want you to walk several yards off the road and turn around and look at that road of life. To the left is your past. And to the right is your future. So when you look to the left, your past, this is the life that you've already lived. That road winds and turns. It goes up, it goes down. It takes you all through the desert. There are beautiful lush forests somewhere along that road. That's everything that's ever happened to you. That's your history. That's the part of life that you have already lived. That's where maybe you got married, where you graduated college, high school. Maybe there was a few kids that came along the way on that road. There were friendships and vacations and amazing memories. But also on that road, there was heartache. There was loss. Loss of loved ones, loss of friendships, loss of jobs, loss of identity. There have been struggles, issues, challenges, but you overcame them. You've navigated them to get right where you are at this point on the road of life. You've dealt with the credit card bills, the car crashes, those unexpected phone calls at two o'clock in the morning that just drop you to your knees. And you survived it all. You overcame it all. You experienced all of that. Yet here you are. Your past was both beautiful and at times probably tragic. There have been challenges that you had to figure out. And you did. And a lot of those same challenges you might be dealing with right now. You might be navigating again in your life right now. Those all too familiar feelings. But I want to point out that you survived in those situations in the past and not only survived, but I, I bet you if you look hard enough, you could even see where you thrived. See, some of those bad things that felt so overwhelming and negative in that moment in your past, looking back now from the vantage point that you are at this point in time in your life, you could be thankful that they happened. There was a gift somewhere involved in them. And like for me, and this is true. I can look back on my past when I'm looking at this road of life and I look to the left and I look at my past. There are some amazing, oh my gosh, amazing 
memories that I am so thankful that are seared into my brain so that I can go and relive them at any point in time in my life. That is why I enjoy making memories over buying things. I am such a fan of spending money on experiences and not on stuff. Like I drive a Subaru Outback, okay? It's not a fancy luxury car. Can we afford one? Yeah. But I'd rather drive a normal, average kind of car and spend the rest of that money that, you know, we could have spent on a luxury automobile on a vacation, on an experience, on something that I can carry with me everywhere because that is what I value and that is what's important to me. So when I look back on my life, there are so many wonderful memories, but there are a lot of challenges too, some of which I've shared on this podcast and others that I haven't. But as I look back on that life, I can honestly look at every single one of those hard situations and see the gift in it. And the gift didn't present itself right away. Don't make no mistake. It wasn't like you're in the midst of your world feeling like it's collapsing around you and you're like, oh, here's the gift in the situation. No, a lot of times you got to get some space and some time removed from it to see that gift. Because when I was in high school, I didn't get into my college of choice. I didn't get into my number one school. My number one school was Penn State main campus. I grew up in Pittsburgh and my sister was at Penn State. And that's where I always saw myself going. That's where so many of my friends were going. It was three and a half hours from home, just far enough away, but still close enough that, you know, if I needed to go home, it was available to me. That's where I was going. And I got great grades. I had all the extracurricular activities, National Honor Society, cheerleading. I had a job, all that kind of stuff. And I didn't get into main campus. They wanted me to go to Altoona, like the branch campus Altoona. And I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. And when I didn't get into my college of choice, I'm going to tell you right now, it destroyed me. I was a wreck. I remember sitting at Thanksgiving dinner that year, my senior year of high school, and sitting around the table with my family. And I just looked around at all their faces and I started to cry. Because I didn't know where I was going to be in a year for college. I didn't know if I was going to be there at Thanksgiving the next year, if I would be able to make it home, if I was too far away, like all of these stories started running through my brain. And it made me really sad. I felt like a failure. I was embarrassed. All of these emotions, it was like the worst thing that happened to me. But because I didn't get into Penn State, I started looking for other opportunities. And I applied to the University of Colorado, Arizona State University, a couple of other universities, and I got into those. And finally, I settled on ASU because I was like, you know what? Um, Nobody is ever financially secure in college. And so I'm going to go be financially insecure where the sun shines more than it doesn't. Because if you don't know, Pittsburgh is pretty gray. It's a lot like Seattle in that sense, where if it's not raining, but it's so gray and overcast. So I'm like, yeah. If I'm going to have no money, I'm going to have no money where it's sunny. And that's what led me out to Arizona State University. But I also like to have a backup plan. So I applied to Penn State for the spring semester, and I got in. Yeah, I got into main campus for the spring semester. Not the fall semester, but the spring semester. So I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go out to ASU, and I'm going to see if I like it, being thousands of miles away from all of my friends and my family. And I didn't know anybody out here. I didn't know a soul. 
And even now, as I share that with you, I'm like, who the hell was I back then to be so bold and brave and confident? Like, that was a pretty cool chick. <laughs> like, I want a little bit of, of her today, right? I think that there's still some of her in me, but um, I'm impressed by myself in, in what I did all those years ago. And I came out here, and I still remember it was... Uh, the fall of 1996, I know I'm dating myself right now and some of you are going to start doing the math. That's okay. I don't care. But it was the fall of 1996 and at Arizona State University, we had probably the best football team that the university has seen. Jake Plummer was the quarterback and the night that ASU shut out Nebraska, didn't just beat Nebraska, but shut Nebraska out, I found myself back in the dorm, Manzanita dorm, big dorm on campus. And my phone rang. The landline. Remember those? Yeah, my landline rung. And it was my dad. And my dad was like, hey, Pamela, um, Penn State needs to know if you're coming home in the spring. We got to give him an answer. What do you think? And I remember saying to my dad, hey, uh, real quick, did you know that there is a place where it is sunny more than cloudy? And the weather's gorgeous. The people are really nice. And if you did, why didn't you move here any sooner? And he laughed and he's like, okay, so you're not coming home. I'm like, no, I'm staying. And that's how I came out to Arizona. And in Arizona, I met my husband and we had an amazing child, Riley, who is absolutely the light of my life. And in Arizona, I started an amazing career as a broadcaster that allowed me to meet amazing individuals, senators and governors and athletes, musicians, have like the coolest conversations with people every single day. And I got paid to do it. Arizona has given me so much. And I think back now, had I got into Penn State, I wouldn't have my daughter. I wouldn't have my husband. I wouldn't have had the experiences, the amazing experiences I had in my 20 years in broadcasting. I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now. I'm so glad I didn't get into my school of choice because then I wouldn't have had the life that I love. But at the time, that was a problem and a very big problem for me. But when I was denied admission, man, that was overwhelming to me. It was devastating. Everything came crashing down. But I learned so much about myself along the way there. And looking back now, all these years later, I wouldn't have changed a thing. It was perfect for me. I'm so glad it happened the way it did. And again, that perspective doesn't come right away. It, it comes sometimes a bit later. But right now, you can look back at your past and see some of the painful moments, those problems, and really see the gift in them and what you learn and how you've grown. But now panning back out to standing along the side of Route 66, if you look to the right, that's your future. That is what is ahead of you. That's the road that you haven't traveled yet. You can see some of the bends and the winds and the ups and the downs, but it goes so far out into the future. You don't even really know what that holds for you because there's still so much yet to come. The experiences that you're going to have, the memories you're going to make, the people you're going to meet, those that come into your life, that goes out of your life. This is where the kids you had in the past, you get to see them grow in the future and you go to their graduations and their weddings and you get to hold their babies. And if you didn't have children in your past, totally fine too. This is where adventure and friendship and possibility and opportunity lies for you. The experiences ahead of you are there. You get to create what you want 
in this next part of your life. The possibilities are endless. But what you do today, well, that's going to have a huge impact on what tomorrow looks like, what that future holds for you. Now, of course, that future, again, not all rainbows and unicorns here, just like your past wasn't. Your future is going to have that ups and downs. It's going to have problems. It's going to have painful times. It's all part of the process, folks. This is part of life. No one gets out unscathed. And that's okay when you realize it happens to everyone and it's part of life. But now I invite you to like get to the end of the road. Imagine the end of the road. Yeah, like the end of your life. And I'm not saying that to be morbid or to bring the uh, mood of the room down here, but it's a fact. We don't know when that day is going to come, but it will at some point. And when you're standing there at that final destination and you're looking back on the road you just traveled, what do you see? What do you want to see? What do you want to experience? What do you want to have done? What do you wish you would have done that you still have the opportunity to make a different choice and do it now? I have you do this exercise because when you look over the totality of your life, you imagine everything that you've experienced and you've endured in your past, and you look to the future and you see it's full of possibility and opportunity, you also recognize that there's going to be struggle. There's going to be strife. It comes with the territory. It may help to start to put things that you're dealing with right now into perspective like that struggle, that issue, whatever it may be, that challenge. It's just one of the many that you have already endured or that you will endure. And that's not to invalidate or minimize what it is that you're experiencing right now. Whatever it is that you're experiencing and the problems right now, they're really true. They're raw for some of you. But when you take a step back and you recognize that you have handled so much in your past and you're still here, And there's still going to be a lot in your future that you're going to have to handle, and that's okay. It can really help you put into perspective whatever it is that you're dealing with right now. It's a problem, sure. But it's just another problem along the long list of problems that you've already navigated and a long list of problems that you will navigate. Like the road that you're on, that road of life, it's bumpy. It's treacherous. There are potholes on it. Sometimes it ices over and ain't nobody able to drive on ice. You can drive in snow, but you can't drive on ice. And you're going to be afraid that you skit out on that road. And you know what? Sometimes you do, but you stay behind the wheel of the car. You take the wheel and you drive the damn thing. You keep moving forward. That's what got you to where you are today. You didn't quit. It's not like you pulled over on the road of life and said, yep, well, this is as far as we go, or I got lost. I don't know where I'm going right now, so I'm just going to pull over here, set up shop, and build a house. No, you kept going. You figured it out. And it may not have gone the way that you thought it would. That's okay. A lot of the things that happened in your past didn't go the way that you thought they would, but they still worked out okay. I can honestly look back and say not getting into Penn State was one of the best damn things that ever happened to me. I'm so thankful That's what happened. Problems are going to happen. They've been happening since the dawn of time. They're going to continue to happen until the end of time. They're part of life. Deal with the problem when it comes up. Take the time you need to navigate it and figure it out and then keep moving. And when that problem comes up, as it inevitably will, ask yourself this. Number one, is there a problem? 
is this a problem? Because a lot of times what happens is there's really not a problem. We're just creating one in our brain. So really start to question, is there a problem? Now at times, yeah, there's going to be a problem for sure. It's going to be evident that you have a problem. Okay. Question number two, is it your problem to fix? Yeah, there's a problem, but is it your problem to fix? A lot of times in life, there's a problem, but it's not yours to fix. Your kid loses their job. That's not your problem to fix because you can't. You can love them. You can support them. You can listen to them, but you can't fix it for them. So is it a problem they lost their job? Yeah, maybe it is. But is it your problem to fix? No, it's not. So question one, is there a problem? Question two, is your problem to fix? And if it is your problem to fix, then question number three, what's the next step to take for a solution? See, at some point in time, you have to stop focusing on the problem and start focusing on the solution. If you look for the problem, you're going to find a ton of them. If you look for a solution, you're going to find a ton of those as well. So step three is what's the next step towards a solution? And then step four is to take that step. When you can evaluate the problem and then start focusing on the solution, that's where you can gain some perspective. And at some point, there's going to be a shift from focusing on the problem to focusing on the solution because there's always a solution. Always, 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 always. I'm telling you right now, even in the darkest of times, and I know some of you have been there, I have as well. There are dark days out there, my friend. I've navigated my fair share. But what I want to share with you is there's always a solution, always. And sometimes you may need some help in finding that solution, so get it. But everything is solvable. There's always a solution. But when you're really close to the problem, it can seem all-encompassing. So taking a couple steps back and then taking a couple more steps back, like zooming out and getting some space between you and the problem can help to give you perspective on it. Slowing down and creating that space can help you understand what's going on. You take enough steps back and you start to get some clarity on it and start to see that solution. And you realize that, yeah, you know what? You can figure this out. You can do this because you've handled it before. You've handled problems before. This isn't the end of the world. It's not always going to feel like this and be this hard. Just take the next step. You don't have to see the full path forward. All you need to do is see the next step in front of you and then the next and then the next. It's not the best step, the right step, the perfect step. It's just the next step. You can do that. So now that you have perspective on your problems because you took a couple steps back and you saw what all you have endured and encountered and experienced in your past that got you right where you are right now, like you've done tough things. You can do hard things as evident by you being right where you are right now. And you look to the future that's full of possibility and opportunity, but it ain't all rainbows and unicorns. There's going to be some struggle and that's okay too, because there is a gift in that struggle. When you can see the totality of your life, you can start to get perspective on the problem that you're dealing right now, not from an invalidating stance, not from a minimizing stance, but from just a different perspective. And now that you have that perspective, get back in that car, put your hands on the wheel, the key in the ignition, foot on the gas, and let's go. It may be hard today, but it won't always be this hard. Even the hardest days also. 
come to an end. All right, my friends, that's what I have for you this week. I'll see you next. Hey there, friend. If you're still feeling a little stuck, want some help wiggling loose, I got you. I created a fabulous free guide, Four Ways to Feel Better. That's going to give you four simple strategies to help you feel better right now, and you can get it. Head on over to fourwaystofeelbetter.com. That's the number four, waystofeelbetter.com. These four simple strategies will help calm a racing mind, bring a smile to your face, and breathe a little easier. And it's yours. Just head on over to fourwaystofeelbetter.com. Check it out.